Luke chapter 19, and we're going to start at verse 1. And while you're turning there, I do want to say publicly how much I love this church and how much I love all of you so much. You're all so special to me and so close to my heart. And uh, I came here around 2011, and I do want to say that it has been my distinct honor and privilege to pray with you, worship with you, and praise with you all the way through 2012 and 2013. What do you say we just make 2014 the best year yet? I think that God's going to just do awesome things. It's been my honor and my privilege, and I love you so much. And if you're at Luke 19 and verse 1, can you say amen? And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Can you say joyfully? And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. What a glorious day it was for Zacchaeus when Jesus came into his life. And it all started when he decided he had to see Jesus no matter what it was going to take. And he climbed into a sycamore tree. I want to preach to you tonight for just a few minutes for the very last time this year from my heart on this subject. What does the tree mean to you? I wonder if you could put your Bibles down one more time and just lift your hands all over this house. I believe that the Lord has a word for us tonight, and I believe that he's trying to speak to his people tonight. One more time this year. Come on, somebody. I wonder if you could just lift up your voice for just a minute. God's wanting to touch somebody in this house. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I bind any spirit that would come against the people of God tonight. Lord, any spirit that's coming against their families and their homes and their loved ones and their friends, Lord. We come against it in the name that's above every name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. And everybody said amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing with me. When I was a little boy growing up, I often would spend my Sunday afternoons at my lifelong friend Bobby's house. At that time, 
Bobby's family lived on a farm and owned many acres of land. Now, we loved to play outside, and the farm truly was a kid's dream to play at with such unlimited space to run and explore. And one day, the family began to tell me that they had a concerning problem with coyotes on the farm. So Bobby and myself, and actually Jonathan was there as well, we made a decision that we were going to take care of the coyote problem. We were, you know, we're going to eliminate this. And don't worry, brother and sister Skillman, me, Bobby, and Jonathan, we've got it under control. We're going to take care of that for you. So we grabbed our rifles and we grabbed our canteens with some water in them and we began to take off into the woods and we walked into the woods to start off our journey and we journeyed for hours without much success or finding any coyotes. We only ended up finding two. But we didn't kill any of them. But we saw them running by, and we decided we're going to take care of it. And, but finally, it was starting to get late, and we decided that it was time for us to head back. And we realized that we had been journeying all this time, only to realize we had gone very deep into the woods and had no idea how to get home. Now... Bobby is not a big guy. He stands about five foot six, weighing in at about 120 pounds, soaking wet. And in most circles, he would be described as small. But Bobby didn't seem too worried about it. I'm thinking, Bobby, what are we going to do? We've walked out into the woods and I have no idea how to get home. We, we didn't do any markers. We, we didn't even think about it. We just knew that there was a coyote problem and it needed to be taken care of. And we were the people for the job. So we walked out into the woods and realized I have no idea how to get home. But Bobby didn't seem too worried about it. And, 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 and I said, well, Bobby, what's your deal? I'm kind of panicking here just a little bit, not very much, just a little panic. And Bobby, I said, what's going on? You seem to be very confident. You don't seem very worried about this at all. And, and, and he said, Nathan, give me, l- let me give you my rifle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of this. So he handed me his rifle. And he said, Nathan, you're, you're worrying too much about this. You don't need to be so stressed out, out about this. You see, Bobby may not be the tallest man or the strongest man, but he can climb a tree like nobody you've ever seen in your life. Jonathan can attest to that. Bobby can climb a tree. In 10 seconds, he's at the base. The next minute, he's at the top of that tree. He said, Nate, hold my rifle. He jumped up in the tallest tree and climbed to the top and looked over the woods and saw the light that would lead us home. He said, Nathan, that light right there, you can't see it, but I'm up in the tree and that light over there is my house. So we would travel and I said, well, I trust you. We'd get, he'd jump off the tree. We'd walk a little bit more and we'd 
get lost again, he'd jump up in another tree and climb up and say, there's the light. He'd jump down. We'd walk a little bit farther. We'd get lost again. He'd climb up that tree and say, there's the light. Just keep moving. And I said, Bobby, thank God I had a tree climber here because I would have been in big trouble. And he looked at me. I'll never forget it. And he said, Nate, you'll always feel lost if you look from the ground. You've got to learn to look from the trees. Maybe you've heard of Zacchaeus. He has gone down in history as a tree climber. Can you look at your neighbor and say, a tree climber? There was even a song written about him. One of my favorite songs, actually. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed into a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And the Bible says that Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus, but he could not see through the crowd because he was little of stature. Now, I'm sure Zacchaeus had many emotions going through his mind that day. Surely the first of those emotions were frustration and discouragement. But Zacchaeus knew that he had to see Jesus. Everybody had been talking about Jesus. He had heard time and time again that Jesus was changing lives everywhere that he went. And there's just something about Jesus that draws you and moves you to a place of action and to a place of movement. Does anybody know what I'm talking about in this house? You've experienced the power of Jesus. And that's exactly the feeling that Zacchaeus was experiencing on that day. Surely Zacchaeus thought he had missed his chance for Jesus was passing by. And Zacchaeus wasn't a big man. By reputation, most would describe him as small, but he could climb a tree like nobody you'd ever seen. And Zacchaeus was going through all these thoughts in his mind. I can't see through the crowd. There's so much going on. And all of a sudden he saw a sycamore tree and he realized this is my chance. This is my opportunity to see Jesus. And he hopped up into the tree so that he could see. One minute, he was in the crowd feeling lost. The next thing you know, he had found a tree and he could see better than anybody else. And Zacchaeus was saved that day because he climbed a tree and got the attention of Jesus. Like many of us, Zacchaeus was a man that no one thought deserved the mercy of God. You see, he was a tax collector, and tax collectors were among the most unpopular people in Israel, and Jews by birth who chose to work for Rome were considered traitors. And no wonder the crowds were displeased when Jesus went home with the tax collector Zacchaeus. But despite the fact that he was both dishonest and a turncoat, Jesus looked at him instead of seeing him for who he had been. And he saw him for what he could be. Can you clap your hands to the Lord all over this place? 
And on that day, a little, small, unlikely, undesirable tax collector was converted to Jesus Christ. So that tree that day was so much more than just a tree. See, the tree represented the mercy of God. And the tree represented the gracious, loving, and caring depiction of Jesus Christ. The tree was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see Jesus and Jesus stopped and said I care about you I care about you Zacchaeus you see the tree is a place of second chances the tree is a place where prominence and wealth and looks and stature don't matter I've come to tell you today that Jesus always provides a tree Jesus always provides a tree The part of the story that I love most is that Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he but he wasn't little when he found the tree. When he found the tree he was bigger than everyone else. He was only small until can you say until he got into that tree And then all of a sudden, his stature didn't matter anymore. And his past didn't matter anymore. And he wasn't little anymore because he understood what it meant to climb up in the tree that God had planted in his life. See, you're not little when you have a tree. I feel... In the Holy Ghost today, that there are people here that have been fighting the voice that would make you feel little and small and unimportant and insignificant in the eyes of God. Satan wants you to feel as though you don't even matter, and he's done an awful good job of convincing you of that. He tells you time and time again. You'll never be anybody, and you'll never be anything, and your family will never be saved, and your loved ones will never come to God. I come against that voice in the authority of the name of Jesus Christ tonight, and I plead the blood over that situation tonight in the name of Jesus. I came tonight to remind Zacchaeus tonight of the words of the great Bobby Skillman. You're always going to feel small if you look from the ground. You've got to learn to look from the trees. You're always going to feel small if you look from the ground. You're always going to feel lost if you look from the ground. That's why you've got to learn how to be a tree climber. I wonder if you could close your eyes one more time. I'm going to continue, but I think that God's trying to talk to somebody tonight. You've been fighting a spirit that's trying to make you feel small and insignificant. I'm telling you tonight, I come against that in the name of Jesus. Not only do you matter here at this church, but you matter in the eyes of God. You matter in the eyes of Jesus. I come against it in the name of Jesus. See, you've got to learn to look from the mercy and the grace of God. 
That's the only way to see Jesus. When you stand on the promises and the mercy of God, you're not small anymore, Zacchaeus, because God's looking for some tree climbers tonight that can recognize their weaknesses and credit their salvation to the mercy of God. That's what makes you a good tree climber. That's the definition of a good tree climber. See, one of the problems I had with climbing trees, I'm not small enough. Going around, that is. So it was hard for me to climb the trees. But you see, Bobby, he could climb the trees like nobody you'd ever seen because he realized that I'm small in stature. But when I climb up onto the tree, it doesn't matter anymore. Nathan, I can see the light from here. I can see it from here. And let me tell you another thing about tree climbers. Spiritual tree climbers always give God the glory. They always give the credit to God. It's always about him. Zacchaeus, why'd you climb in that tree? I wanted to see Jesus. Why'd you do that? Everybody's looking at you up in that tree. Well, you see, I'm kind of small, and I couldn't see over the crowd. I just wanted to see Jesus. And when he received Jesus, it said he received him joyfully, and he gave God the glory for it. The Bible tells us that Zacchaeus climbed into the tree and Jesus saw him and called him saying, Zacchaeus, come down for today I must abide at thy house. Everybody around began to mumble and complain that Jesus was going to this sinner's house. But let me tell you something about Jesus. For the Son of Man is to come to seek and to save that which was lost. And Jesus wasn't worried that he was a sinner because he saw him in the tree. We need to be careful with our attitude when it gets deep down in our spirit that says, that person is a sinner. I can't spend time with them. I... I can't be around them. They're not worthy. Just as they are sinners, we were once sinners. We need to get that attitude out of our spirit. But, but Jesus looked at him and he said, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. Today I abide at your house. You know, time after time, Sunday after Sunday, sinners walk through this door and your attitude towards them is going to affect whether they come back or not. And it's going to make a difference in 2014 when the sinner walks through the door and you say, you know what, brother? It's so good to see you in the house of God. It's so good to see you in the house of God. I used to have that problem too. But Jesus saw me in the tree. Jesus saw me in the tree. But the problem is we get that down in our spirit where it says, oh, they're a sinner. Oh, I I can't spend time with them. Oh, there's things in their life. Yeah, there's things in their life that they shouldn't be doing. You need to reach out to that person. And I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, if we can get the spirit of Jesus, we're going to reach out. And in 2014, you're going to see these pews fill up faster than you could pray for it. Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. 
for today I abide at your house. And once Jesus called him down, I love the attitude that is demonstrated from that point on. Luke 19 and 6 says, and he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Judging from the reaction of the crowd to him, Zacchaeus must have been a very crooked tax collector. But after he met Jesus, he realized that his life needed straightening out. And from that point on, he began to take action. Can you say action? By giving to the poor and making restitution with generous interest to those who he had cheated. And Zacchaeus began to demonstrate inward change by outward action. And the Bible says he received him joyfully. Let me tell you something about when you live in the tree. Once you've climbed the tree, there's something about being in the presence of Jesus that you begin to receive and you begin to give joyfully. When you've got the joy of the Lord in your heart, you begin to come to a place of praise and worship. And they say, why do you worship him? Why do you praise God? I'll tell you why I praise God. Because Jesus saw me in the tree tree Jesus saw me and he didn't look at what I did he looked at what I could be that's why I praise him could you clap your hands to the Lord all over this house come on somebody can you shout hallelujah if he's ever done anything for you You see, he set my feet on solid ground. He wasn't worried about my past or what I had done. He stopped for me. He stopped for me and said, come down out of that tree. Come down. I wonder if you could just close your eyes for a minute and just think about the time. What was your tree experience? What was the time where Jesus stopped for you and said, come on, Nathan, get out of that tree. Get out of that tree. It's time to come down. Today I abide at your house. I want you to think about that and clap your hands to the Lord right now and thank him for that moment. Maybe it's been too long since you've just thanked the Lord. Lord, if nothing else, you saved me. You saved me. Let me tell you what praise is. Praise is an outward demonstration of an inward proclamation. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. There has been some inward change that has taken place in the heart of God's people. And I tell you tonight in the Holy Ghost, there's going to be some outward change. There's going to be some outward demonstration due to the inward proclamation that has taken place in the hearts and minds of God's people. All through 2013, God's been bringing people into this building, bringing people into this house. And some things haven't changed on the outside yet. But there's been some inward change that's been taking place. 
And when that inward proclamation begins to burst forth in the form of praise, there's an outward demonstration that you begin to see in people. Well, that person doesn't dress quite like they used to. That person praises God a lot more than they used to. You know why? There's something inward that's about to go outward. There's something inward that's about to go outward through our city and in our church and with God's people. The story of Zacchaeus is recorded in Luke chapter 19 where we read of this tree climber. And in only four short chapters later, in chapter 23, Jesus was crucified and saw the world from Calvary. Acts 5 and 29 says, Then Peter And the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers has raised up Jesus, who ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Aren't you thankful that God forgives our sins? Could you clap your hands to the Lord one more time all over this house? Oh, Jesus, we love you. We thank you tonight, Lord. I thank you for your presence that we feel in this house. Lord, thank you for forgiveness. Lord, thank you for repentance, for your mercy. You see, God always provides a tree. Never Could it be said that Jesus never did anything for me? Jesus understands more than anybody about the view from the tree. Jesus understands more than me, more than you, what it means to look from a tree. Calvary is the tree that is provided for every single one of us from 2,000 years ago to today. And just like Zacchaeus, you feel small. And every time you try to see Jesus, there's always a crowd and a press that you just can't see over. But the thing is, you're only small if you don't have a tree. The only time that you're small is if there's not a tree that's provided. You've got to learn to look from the greatest tree of all time. The tree called Calvary. God's trying to speak to a Zacchaeus in this house today and remind you that you're not small because he always provides a tree, Zacchaeus. He always provides a tree. Never has a day gone by where the tree wasn't available to you. Never has a moment in your life 
gone by where God didn't offer the tree to me and to you. You know why? Because he loves us. Because he cares about us. Because he's merciful. You always feel small and lost when you look from the ground. You've got to look from the tree. It's available, Zacchaeus, but you have to climb into it. It's up to you to make the climb into the provision that God has given. I wonder if we could stand all over this house. I'm not going to be much longer if the musicians can quickly come. I want you to lift your hands all over this house, and I want you to just begin to call on the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. There's something in this atmosphere that Satan's trying to push up against you every time you feel, well, maybe I, maybe God does care about me. Maybe God is worried about my family. There's a discouragement and a doubt that's put in your mind. I'm telling you tonight, that spirit is not from God. That's from the enemy. You need to pray that out of your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. I'm calling on a prayer warrior to lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. It's not going to make a difference if you won't call on the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. Can you lift up your voice? If it's not for you, if it's not for you, it's for your family. If it's not for you, it's for your friends. You think, well, I'm doing all right. Well, guess what? There's a lot of people tonight, this Christmas, that weren't doing all right. They need to know Jesus. They need to know Jesus. They've never heard him say, get out of that tree. Get out of that tree. Come down. Tonight I'll be at your house. In Jesus' name, I bind the spirit that comes against the people of God, that comes against the mind of your children. Lord, I say it is not so in the name of Jesus. Lord, I come against that spirit of discouragement and doubt. Lord, 2014, it's a year of faith. It's a year of tree climbing. So I ask you tonight... What does the tree mean to you? You see, the tree was everything to Zacchaeus. Listen to me right now. It was everything to him. Because not only was the tree the only way that Zacchaeus could see Jesus... The tree was how Jesus saw Zacchaeus. The tree was how he saw him. The tree that God has provided from Calvary, the death, the burial, and the resurrection is the only way to see Jesus. But the revelation that God has for us tonight is that when you climb that tree, that's now how Jesus sees you. When you climb the tree, he no longer looks at you and says, that sinner. Look at his past. Look at how she handled things. Look at all those mistakes that they made. 
No, no, no. You see, the tree is how Zacchaeus saw him. But once he climbed the tree, that's how Jesus saw him. Through the eyes of the mercy of God. Through the eyes of the view of the tree. I wonder if you could lift your hands all over this house and just begin to think. The tree goes all the way back to Calvary. See, every time God refills you with the Holy Ghost, uh, he just gave you a tree. Every time you think of being baptized in Jesus' name, there's a baptismal tank right here. He just gave you a tree. Every time you repent of your sins, uh, you were just given a tree because the tree that was planted goes all the way back to Calvary. Here's what I want us to do tonight in this last service, this last Sunday night of 2013. I want every one of us, if you're able, to come to this altar. I'm not making you do it, but I'm telling you, God wants to touch you tonight. God wants to move on you tonight. There's been a weight. There's been a burden that has sat on you all throughout this year, all throughout the years past. I'm telling you, it's not God's will for you to live with that burden. It's not God's will for you to live in that regret. It's not God's will for you to live in that shame. That's why he gave you a tree. So I ask you tonight, what does the tree mean to you? You see, it's never going to affect you emotionally or spiritually if you always view it as somebody else's tree. Oh, well, God did that for somebody else, and God blessed somebody else. I'm telling you tonight, the tree was for you. The tree was for you. The tree was for your family. The tree was for your children. So I'm telling you tonight, when you look at the tree as that's my tree, that's my tree. That's what God gave me to overcome sin. When you look at that tree, you're going to realize it's everything. Because that's how I saw Jesus. And that's how he sees me. Come on, somebody, can you lift up your hands all over this house and begin to call on the name of Jesus? The only way to be crucified was Christ. You gotta climb the tree. Oh, come on, somebody, if you can begin to lift up your voice. Come on, tree climber. Come on, tree climber. Come on, tree climber. You got a tree. He gave you a tree. What does it mean to you? You'll always feel lost from the enemy's perspective. You'll always feel lost from the ground. You gotta learn to look from the tree. <laughs> 